Uh, we've talked about this before on the show, space junk, right? And we've had interviews with people that are worried that there's all kinds of junk uh, just drifting around up in there, uh, up in orbit, and uh, it's going to continue to cause problems. And lo and behold, it looks like there might be a problem. Well, I don't even know if it's going to be a problem. We'll find out. Uh, coming up early next, uh, March, early March, the expectation is that a rocket booster is going to collide with the moon. So what does that mean? What's going to happen? How did it get there? We're going to chat now with Jonathan McDowell, who is an astrophysicist and CXC Science Data Systems Group Lead at Harvard University. Jonathan, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Glad to be here. Okay, so why don't we just start? This this rocket booster, where, where did it come from and how long has it been up there? Well, it went up in February of 2015, so seven years ago, and uh, it boosted a weather space weather satellite for the U.S. government uh, out to uh, a million miles toward the sun, okay. uh, and then it was just left in this in this big orbit around the Earth ever since. And it's just been in this orbit. So what? what, what that's what I don't understand. If it was in an orbit, what what changed? So the the trick about this particular orbit is it crosses the orbit of the moon, right? It goes in close to the Earth and then out far beyond the moon. Okay. And every time it, it does that, uh, there's a chance that the moon's gravity will tug on it and change the orbit. And so you end up with an orbit we call a chaotic orbit, where the shape of the orbit and the position of the orbit changes every time it goes near to the moon. And this last time, it, it went by a, a couple of weeks ago, went by the moon and was tugged into a path that will then let it smash into the moon on on uh, March the 4th. Um, okay. What, the, the rocket booster. How big is this thing? How, how is it? I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah, it, it's about 30 feet long, uh, you know, t- 10, 12 meters long. Uh, it, it's about four tons. Big empty fuel tank with a rocket engine on uh, sticking out the back. Okay, um, now it's gonna it's gonna hit the moon March fourth. That's what we're pretty um, confident of. What will be the outcome of that, Jonathan? And is this going to be catastrophic? No, I mean it will be catastrophic for the rocket booster, but not for <laughs> anyone else. Um, I mean, you know, it's 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 the, you know four tons of metal slamming into rock at uh, about five thousand miles an hour, um, and so that's not going to go well for the rocket booster. But but uh, you know, and so it'll it'll mostly melt and disintegrate, and there'll be a little bit of shrapnel uh, on the surface of the moon, and make a nice small little crater. But you know, the moon's got lots of craters already, so it won't mind. Uh, and and so so I think you know. Uh, It will also shoot a whole bunch of dust, uh, moon dust, up into space for a bit. And so, you know, it might potentially be a problem if you were so unlucky that one of the orbiting moon probes happened to fly through that that plume of dust at the wrong time. But the the moon's a big world. It's... it's, uh, um, it's unlikely, and so I'm not worried. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried long term. If you imagine, you know, 30 years from now, moon bases and lots of astronauts on the moon and lots of traffic around the moon, having something like this uh, uh, could be, uh, uh, you know, could, could have a risk of, sure. of damaging lunar operations. And so, so I think in the long run, we don't want to be doing this. But this time, yeah, it, it's much less worrying to me than the problems with space junk that you already mentioned in low Earth orbit, where things are getting super crowded and super dangerous. Uh, Okay, we'll talk about that in a sec, but first, the moon. Uh, Has this ever happened before? I mean, has there been a collision before with the moon? Well, there have been 
things deliberately smashed into the moon. We actually, the Apollo rocket boosters were smashed into the moon to test the seismometers uh, to do, make deliberate moonquakes that the, you know, the seismometers of the astronauts left there. Uh, and there's been various junk left in orbit around the moon from moon probes that has, uh, has, has crashed onto the moon. But this is the first time we've seen something that wasn't even originally intended to go anywhere near the moon. Uh, accidentally crash into the moon. Not that it hasn't happened before, but we weren't looking for most of the the, the space age. Uh, people just left the stuff out there and didn't track it. And the only reason we know is that a dedicated amateur astronomer called Bill Gray has been going through the observations of people looking for asteroids, right? And the asteroid astronomers go, oh, I found an asteroid. And then they go, oh, wait, no, that's boring. It's not an asteroid. It's a piece of space junk. Right. And Bill, Bill picks that up and, and, and takes and calculates the orbit, and that he was able to tell us that, oh, look, this one's going to hit the moon. Cool. Amazing. Now, space junk in general. This is an issue, right? And it's only getting worse. We've had other guests saying that this is going to be a major problem. And, you know, we're talking satellites. We're talking all kinds of things, right? That that's right, and so there. Are, you know, a few years ago there were only a thousand working satellites around the Earth. Now there are five thousand, and we think there are going to be as many as a hundred thousand uh, in, in the years to come. And and so it's getting very crowded. But there's also all of this debris, uh, uh, leftover rocket boosters, things that have exploded, and so there's this shrapnel going at seventeen thousand miles an hour. Uh, we're tracking 20,000 pieces, but there's many more smaller ones that the radars can't see. Uh, and it's very dangerous to the satellites that, that are orbiting and, of course, to the astronauts on the International Space Station. So, yeah, so we know it's a problem. Is there anything we can do about it? And can you send up like a cleanup crew? I mean, is it that simple? What do we do? Yeah, and in fact, in the past couple days, China has been experimenting with a, a satellite in geostationary orbit high above the Earth where it had an old na dead navigation satellite that was kind of a hazard to traffic. It was in the busiest uh, traffic lane. Yeah. Uh, and they went up and grabbed it and moved it several hundred miles further up to, to what we call the graveyard, where, where we put the old dead satellites that, that's an orbit that nobody cares about. Uh, and, uh, and so, so that's, uh, I think, a sign of the times that we're going to see these space garbage trucks clean up the biggest pieces of space junk that are in the most crowded space lanes. And, uh, uh, and, and that's just, you know, the new era that we're in. Yeah, amazing stuff. Jonathan, thanks so much for your time today. Really interesting. You're welcome. Thank you so much, sir. That is Jonathan McDowell, who is an astrophysicist and CXC Science Data Systems Group Lead at Harvard University.